the foundation of our country, the opportunities we have to, that, 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 that denied many or not most of the people in the world, that's, that's what is exceptional. And we have these opportunities, and we must be constantly reminded of this because uh, memory, uh, when it's forgotten, is, is, the, is the end of your history. Hi, and welcome to this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. We want to welcome a longtime friend. Bob Gabehart is here. Bob is the worship pastor at First Assembly of God in Memphis. Bob, good to see you. Well, thank you. It's good to be here today. You just got back from Israel recently. You took a group yes, of how we, many? We took 50 people from First Assembly to Israel in March, and it was an incredible journey. Uh, we went throughout the country of Israel and also went to Jordan. I just returned myself, you know, last year on a couple of trips with Bot Radio Network. Another trip's coming up in October. And so friends that are listening that want to know more about that trip can go to botradionetwork.com slash Israel. Would you recommend somebody take that trip? Absolutely. I tell people there's no other trip that can change your life like that one. You come back um, just with a totally different perspective of the Bible. You never read the Bible again the same way because when you read it, you realize, oh, I've I've been there. I saw that. I know how far it is from Jerusalem to Jericho. And, you know, (laughs) so it does change your life. And the food is so yummy, too. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Well, I had my fill of hummus, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but they've got a good variety, too. You can taste some different things, you know. And so, well, today we're going to talk about uh, an event coming up at First Assembly of God. It's an annual event called Celebrate America. Tell me about it. It is, and we feel very strongly about it because America has very little events like it anymore where we actually tell the story of our great country and where we came from and why we exist and how it was started and uh, especially the Christian orientation of our country, how it was based on a faith in God. I I uh, heard President uh, Trump just recently, he was quoting from the prayer of um, President Roosevelt on D-Day. And uh, I was just amazed. I thought it wasn't that long ago that it was very normal for our leaders to acknowledge God and to pray. You know, I heard Dr. J. Vernon McGee this morning on Through the Bible Radio. He was talking about a democracy, and a democracy can't really last unless it has its foundation on a belief in God. I mean, that's what a democracy is based upon, you know, Mm -hmm. is a belief in God. And we have seen that deteriorate over the years. It's important, you know, that we as Christians pray, seek God. We know there's verses in Scripture that call us to do that. And that's one reason we do what we do is partly to educate our young people of, of where we came from, why we exist, and how important it is that we keep God at the foundation of our country. Well, you know, when I went to Washington, this has been back many years ago for the first time to go and you walk through the monuments and you see written in granite, you know, Bible verses yes. and, and men who <laughs> founded this country talking about, yeah. you know, faith in God. Mm-hmm. Well, you have brought a guest with you today who's actually an important part of Celebrate America. <laughs> it is. But he's also an important part of your life. It Why is. don't you introduce Dan? Uh, Dan Johnson is my father-in-law, and I'm married to his daughter, Diane. And Dan has been a, a minister, a pastor. He's a, a educator. He's a speaker, author. He has... Many, 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 many talents. Today he travels around the nation. He's almost 87 years old, and he still speaks Can and you travels. <laughs> hey, Dan, <laughs> you also told man. me you have a background in broadcasting. Yes, yes. Yeah, when I was a youngster, I was uh, for three or four years 
disc jockey, the sportscaster, wrote all the advertising copy for the paper. Can, for can the, you remember the, any copy you wrote? Uh, I, 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 I've tried to forget. I've tried to forget the copy. So any exciting ball game that yeah. you announced? Uh, you know, the, the funny thing is that I have always been pretty much of a, a, a blank when it comes to sports, so I would mispronounce the names of the sports fans, and uh, and some of the listeners were not too happy with me. You know, I have done that before, so I totally understand. And those sports fans can be quite fanatical <clears throat> at times. I think the thing I need to add to that, he is our guest speaker for this year's Celebrate America. Yeah, that's why I yeah. see. He's a very important yeah. part of Celebrate America. And also, Dan, you have written a book called Making America good again. And I want to hold this up as we're broadcasting also on Facebook Live as we record our show. Uh, why did you write this book? Well, uh, you know, as you know, there's, an, there's a quote that is sometimes attributed to Alexis de Tocqueville, but it is not certain he made the, the remarks. But it is not unlike a lot of things he did say. You know, as you know, de Tocqueville was the aristocrat from France who came over to this country in 1840. To, to learn on behalf of his government what had made this young country so prominent, so, so prosperous. And, uh, and sometimes he is quoted as saying this, but we're not sure he did, but it's, it's, it's still worth listening to. He said, I sought for the greatness and genius of America in its commodious harbors and in its ample rivers, but it was not there. In his rich mines and vast world commerce, and it was not there. Not until I went into the churches of America and heard her pulpits aflame with righteousness did I understand the secret of the genius and greatness of America. And then this, this very famous statement, America is great because America is good. If she ceases to be good, she will cease to be great. And that's something we need to be remembering today when we're trying to make America great again. We've got to be good. Yeah. Because righteousness exalts a nation. But sin is a disgrace, destroys a people. Yeah. And that's what we need to be reminded of today. Dan, the subtitle of your book is The Last Will and Testament of a Country Preacher. Yeah. So you're very passionate about this. Yeah, I really am because... Uh, I grew up in a little town in North Dakota, hadn't traveled much. When I first began to travel, I went to the New England states, back and forth, and I was so curious as to what made us who we are. How, how, did, we, how did we get there? And in fact, this very morning, I, I was reading something about Horace Greeley, a contemporary of Abraham Lincoln, uh, who, who once said, he said, it is impossible mentally and socially to enslave a Bible-reading people. He said the principles of the Bible are the groundwork of human freedom. Now, you think about that. Mm -hmm. If the principles of the Bible are the groundwork of human freedom, we must not walk away from those principles. Because if we do... We won't have human freedom. You know, we've taken the Ten Commandments out of our schools. That's been quite a few years. Kids don't remember. I remember going to school when we had a public school where we had a class chaplain. We yes. had someone who would get up yeah. every morning and read a portion of the yeah. Bible. We would all stand and pledge the allegiance to the American mm -hmm. flag. Yeah. I don't think that's done anymore, Dan. No. I don't think it's done at all because it's uh, uh, some time ago, someone in Washington suggested that we pray 
some official, I've forgotten who it was, and someone from the ACLU said it is always inappropriate for a government official to ask the people to pray. But when I saw that, I thought something is wrong here (laughs) because from the very beginning – that's that we we didn't have that uh, we didn't have that problem with prayer. And you know, Bob, too, it seemed like we're losing that nationalistic spirit of America. You know, mm-hmm. when you mentioned we both traveled to Israel recently, and that's one of the things I was quite impressed with. With many, there's a national spirit, and you know, on a love and excitement for the country. I found myself at one evening on the the plaza where the Western Wall is, mm-hmm. and there were they were having a, a dedication service of some new paratroopers, and it was packed with, you know, army personnel and families that were there, and they were celebrating, you know, the opportunity to protect the country and stand for freedom, you know, and protect Israel. And I just thought, you know, that is there's some ingredients there of patriotism that we used to see more of here in America that we just don't see much anymore. And that's one reason we do celebrate America, uh, and it is to do just what it says. We celebrate. We celebrate our, our great freedom that Dan just mentioned. We celebrate who we are as a people. And, you know, we don't hear a lot about uh, the good in America. But even with all the trouble and even with all the uh, people trying to take God out of our, our leadership and references to him, there's still a lot of great things happening in America. Uh, the voices have just become kind of silent. Yeah. And so we, we like to speak out at least once a year and tell this great story of America and who we are and who we should be did mention this at the beginning. I'd forgotten that you actually grew up in Kansas City originally. Yes, I did. Uh, Arla Bott, which is Mr. Bott, Dick Bott, the founder of Bott Radio Network. Mm-hmm. That's uh, one of his daughters. Right. I used to sing with her at Youth for Christ. And um, every year, at least once, uh, the Bott family would invite us to go down and go water skiing at their place at the Ozarks. And now, can you barefoot ski? I cannot, yeah, I but I learned to ski. Did you learn there. to ski there? Yeah. Because I know Rich Bott, who's president of our company, is like one time the junior Missouri State barefoot champion, I believe. you know. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just part of family. You know, when you talk about family and the freedoms we have to be able to, to go water skiing and enjoy time mm-hmm. at picnics and time together, and that's a true blessing of God mm-hmm. to have that freedom, Dan, mm-hmm. to be able to do things yeah. like yeah. that as Americans. Yeah. Bob uh, referred to the fact that this is a great country in spite of the problems we have. Uh, again, referring to de Tocqueville, I think was the first one to use the word exceptional or exceptional in referring to this country. And the idea wasn't that we are exceptional people, but that the, the foundation of our country, the opportunities we have to, that, 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 that denied m- many or not most of the people in the world that's that's what is exceptional. Mm-hmm. And we have these opportunities, and we must be constantly reminded of this because uh, memory, uh, when it's forgotten, is, is, the, is the end of your history. The, the historian Russell Kirk once said, a people uninterested in their history may cease to have a history or to remain a nation. So to remember the good things about this country, the opportunities we have for someone to go out and, and build a life. This is, a, this is the, the gift of God to this country. It's human freedom, and it only comes because of our relationship with God through Jesus. Some people say that you need to keep religion out of government. There's a separation of church and state. What does that mean when we talk about that? What does it really mean about separation of church and state? 
Well, it, it means that the government does not impose a particular religious denomination uh, upon the people. But if, if you, you brought up a very interesting thing. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. I don't know if you remember this. And this happened just three or four weeks ago when someone was sworn in in Washington uh, as, as a witness, and they didn't say, so help me God, which has been the custom for a hundred or more years in this country. And a, a congressman sitting there by said, you didn't say the four words. And uh, Mr. Nadler, who was the chairman of that particular committee, said, we don't have a religious test. And at that moment, Congressman Steve Cohen said, God belongs in religious institutions, in the monasteries, in churches, in cathedrals, in mosques, not in Congress. That was, that was such a stunning statement. Mm-hmm. It took my breath away. And I'm reminded of it, the, the Congressman uh, Graves from Louisiana said, we could do with a little more God in Congress, not less. Well, I think if you look back in history, you'll see that uh, Congress used to meet for a prayer and Bible study many years ago in, I think, the Senate building, or one of the buildings where they congregate and hold their sessions. And there was a time, this was back in the early founding of our country. You know, I was at an event in Washington a few years ago, the Values Voter Summit, and I I won't forget talking about, I think it was David Barton, by the way, you know, who has Wall Builders Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, Ministry, and that program airs here on Bot Radio Network uh, weekday afternoons at 5.30. And you can get a wealth of information about uh, America mm-hmm. and the original documents that he's collected over the years. But I remember him talking about some of the early pastors, and many of these were African-American pastors, too, mm-hmm. that were true to God's word, that preached. And they preached relevant messages mm-hmm. based upon what people were experiencing in life. Mm-hmm. And they weren't uh, criticized for it. Today, we see pastors losing their positions right. as you know, yeah. as pastors, they're being removed from the pulpits because they're preaching the truth of God's Word. That is very true. That is very true. I think, first of all, that people need to be aware of this. What's happening in the country is so frightening to me, and if we're not aware of it, we're not going to do anything about it. You wrote a chapter, and you will, Chris, in your book here, again, Making America Good Again, 12 different chapters, but one is Broken Cisterns. What is a cistern? Well, you and, know, and, uh, uh, you're a country boy, because uh, you know you can probably tell more about that. <laughs> you know, in the in worse in Jeremiah, someplace where they said you people have have done two things: you have abandoned the 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 true source of living water and have hewn out broken cisterns. That's the point. We have turned away from our foundation, which is biblical and an honoring of God and of Christ, and we've turned to the secular. And in so doing, we have uh, we have sealed our death warrant. That's the problem that occurs when we turn away from the the true and embrace the uh, the, the false. Dan, you mentioned growing up. Did you say South Dakota? North Dakota. North Dakota. You grew where up in North Dakota, where it's very cold. <laughs> what was your family life like growing up? My dad was a preacher. My dad was a country preacher, pioneer pastor, and built churches. He built several churches with his own hands. It's very interesting. The life we lived in those days is very simple. First-class postage stamp was three cents. We had no zip code or area codes. <laughs> that shows you how old I am. But life was very simple, but it was based on on a certain morality. 
Henry Adams made a statement that the first time you hear it, you think, can this be true? This is an incredible statement. He said, a boy born in 1905 had more in common with Moses than a boy born in the 21st century. Now, you think of that. That is an amazing statement. And some of us grew up in 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 a period uh, before the 60s, of course, and before some of these other turning points in history. And since those turning points, teen pregnancies have gone up, teen suicide has gone up, divorce has gone up, violent crime has gone up. In abandoning those those old roots, we uh, we have we have lost something. We have lost something, don't you think so, Bob? I do, and uh, it illustrates the importance that we fight to regain it. And I think if good people begin to realize what's happened and where we need to be, and they we get people of faith uh, elected into offices of leadership where they can make a change. That's that's part of the answer for America. And I, I'm really um, pleased to see uh, when someone who is a, a godly Christian businessman or woman who decides to run for office, and and uh, that's what's going to make a difference, is when we get people of faith and of good morals to be in places where they can make good decisions for our people. You made that comment. I thought about that quote. I might, don't want to mess it up, but uh, in order for evil to triumph, is all it takes is for good man to do nothing. Good man to no do question about nothing, it. You know? No question about it. And so there is a call, yes. as you mentioned, making yeah. America good again. Good again, yes, yes. Making America good again. Because the, because the, the, it, it, it is the goodness that leads to the possibility of greatness. And that has always been the genius and greatness of America. Gentlemen, one of the things, too, I notice this every day in life when I go through Memphis, just the way we treat each other. When you go out among the public, sometimes, you know, you just the courtesy of respect for human life, not to mention the human life in the womb. That That's a big talk yeah, right now. Right. But even our conversations out in the street, I was at, at, at one of the local establishments buying some goods for our office the other day, and there was a, a mom and she was just screaming and mm. and humiliating her little 10-year-old daughter in public and saying things that I can't repeat on the radio to her, mm. you know? Mm. And we've come to a place where what is it, Dan? We've lost something. And and the 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 the, the rapidity, the velocity and speed and breadth of this change is quite stunning. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 speed with which we the moral barriers have fallen uh, it, it is really breathtaking. What used to be wrong is now right. Yeah. And that, like you say, this has happened within a few few decades. You know, things that we thought were unspeakable or unthinkable yes. are now acceptable. The late so. Dr. Adrian Rogers, I remember him saying one time yeah. that what used to sneak behind the alleys is now yeah. strutting, it you is. know, down Absolutely. the street, yeah. you know. Yeah. 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 And so, someone said that what once was condemned is now celebrated. And refusing to celebrate is now condemned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we turn away from these, you know, Alexander Solzhenitsyn once said, to destroy a people, you must sever their roots. And so when we sever their roots and we destroy that whole root system, we poison the soil uh, for the next generation. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's the, for, for when you get to be my age, you're, you're, You're really concerned because it's your children, it's your grandchildren. At this moment, at as at this moment, my grandchildren 
will not grow up in a world like I did. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's an appalling thing because how, how quickly we've lost this. And it's, it's, it's my, my children, my grandchildren. We're going to live in a different kind of a world. You know, Dan, I think about the same thing for my grandchildren. Celebrate America. What's the message that you're going to bring is this event? Now, is this a multi-day it event? It is a huge production, 200 people, a huge cast, choir, orchestra, lots of pageantry. Uh, it's uh, Like I say, it's a celebration. Uh, beautiful lighting, all of that. And the dates again? But, uh, it is June the 23rd, Sunday, June 23rd at 1030 a.m., Public's invited. Of course, there's no admission fee. Uh, and, again, the message is to say, you know, we're a nation under God. We were created that way. And we tell the story. We tell the story of our past leaders and leadership. And, uh, of course, Dan's going to challenge our people to— Like uh, he's challenging us yes, today. Absolutely. Yeah. To, uh, to come back to God and to renew our roots. Okay. Also, Bob, uh, First Assembly of God uh, in Memphis is located it's there. It's 8650 Walnut Grove Road, and uh, it's in Cordova, just a little bit um, west of Sanger Road. Yeah, you can't miss it. Yeah. yeah. Get a nice sign there. We're also there. the home of FACS. A lot of people know us from our school. You know, I had a chance just the other day to have Clay Meadows, Bible teacher mm. over there, and Clay he was on. Talk. He yeah. just wrote a new yeah, devotional right. book called A Bi-Devotional. Absolutely. Wonderful. And, and so Clay was just on the show just the other yeah. day. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. The message on your heart, what you feel like you want to bring yeah. on this yeah. Celebrate America Night. Yeah. You, you mentioned a minute ago the, the, the public profanity, the incivility. If 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 somebody gets too close to you, you're going to shoot him, and and he's dead, and you go to prison for thirty years. Yeah. Which brings me back to the, the 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 thing we need to remember that the freedom we enjoy in America requires a virtuous people. We must be self governing. You know, you can be a citizen of a lot of other countries. We could name them where you don't have to be a good person. To, to get along in that country. But in this country, you've got to be self-governing. And, and the, the founding fathers recognized this. They knew that if, if we didn't govern ourselves, we would be governed by, by tyrants. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and that, 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 that principle has not changed. That's why there was the uh, breakaway from England, because they wanted the freedom to be able to worship God. They wanted uh, the taxes, they were being overtaxed. Yeah. I mean, there was all these issues that they were looking for a new place. God provided this land that we call America. Yeah. And the founding fathers recognized that, that we, in, in wanting to be free of the, of the king, as you mentioned, but there, there were, the, the step beyond that was that, that we're, going to be, we're going to be controlled by something. Uh, where, where did I read this line that said it is impossible for a society to exist unless a controlling power upon will and appetite be placed somewhere? Oh, my. You think about it. And the less of it there is within, the more mu- there must be without. Edmund Burke said, it is written into the eternal constitution of things that men of intemperate minds cannot be free. So if we don't self-govern. Mm-hmm. Yes, if we don't guide ourselves by some principle, and to me and to all of us in this room are based on the Bible, 
If we don't do it, someone else will do it. Well, you know, there's this surge now, and especially among some of the younger generation, about socialism being a way of life. And I've had uh, former leaders of the Soviet Union in this Mm -hmm. studio on my show Mm -hmm. who, Secretary of Education, and miraculously her life was changed by the gospel Mm -hmm. of Christ. Mm -hmm. But uh, after the revolution, after the walls came down, there have been 70 years of Leninism, communist life. There was this great vacuum that took place. People were committing suicide. You know, there was no values. And so the assignment of the Secretary of Education was, what can we do to change Mm. the course of our Mm. nation? Mm. And so she spent three years of researching and discovered Mm. that 70 years before communism came in place, the Bible was an important part of the people's lives. I'm actually reading a a book right now about the revolution. Yeah. Mm. And it is incredible uh, you know, when, when we say people of, of um, not value or uneducated people took over in the masses and the mobs, all goodness was overwhelmed. Yes. And then evil prevailed. And look, I mean, what happened was incredible. And they took God out of their nation, and it was just uh, their downfall. Yeah. Yeah. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming and sharing America. Celebrate America. Friends, you don't want to miss it on June 23rd, First Assembly of God Church on Walnut Grove Road, 8650 Walnut Grove Road. It's a morning service. It's a morning service, 1030, yeah. 1030 a.m. And I know many people have commitments in other churches, but if you are able to come, if you don't have a commitment, you know, come. Now, will this be rebroadcast in any way? Is there going to be available on— Not this one, Not this one? Okay. We do stream, though. Okay. Yeah, so you'll so probably be able to see it online. If you're outside of our listening area, you can go to your website, which is, mm-hmm. Bob. Absolutely, it? yeah. FAMemphis.net, I believe. I don't have it right in front of me. but Okay. Is yeah. it written anywhere? Right, I think it's right there. Make sure we say it. I did it right. FAMemphis.net. FAMemphis.net for the website. Thank you so much, Dan. Thank you for the legacy that you've left your children <laughs> And sharing your art with us today. And I, if, I, if I had a minute to brag on Bob, please. he brings in the, the most incredible music, the professional, the concert, beyond what we, we, we talk about and so on. But the music and the drama, the choreography, it, it is really incredible. Yeah. A combination of all will just thrill your heart as yeah. we celebrate America again on June 23rd. 10.30 a.m., First Assembly of God, 8650 Walnut Grove Road. Come celebrate America and pray for America. Gentlemen, let's pray yes, for America. Yes, let's pray yes, for our own indeed. lives, too, to, to reflect God's goodness in America. That's right, yes. Thank you so much. Well, friends, that's all the time that we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thank you for stopping by. Thanks for joining us. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.